In this episode, we'll take a look at the story of Miriam the prophetess, the sister of Moses, and see what bearing her story might have on us. Welcome to the Thoughtful Catholic Podcast. I'm your host, Chuck White. Please join me on an adventurous search for the true, the good, and the beautiful. Mary, the mother of Jesus, Mary Magdalene, Mary, the mother of James the Less and of Joseph, Mary, the wife of Clopas, Mary, the sister of Lazarus and Martha, Mary, the mother of John Mark, and Mary, mentioned in the 16th chapter of St. Paul's letter to the Romans. So many Marys in the New Testament. There's at least six. What's with that? All of them have variations of the name Mariam, the Koine Greek version of the Hebrew Miriam. The name Miriam could be derived from the Hebrew word for bitterness, obstinacy, or rebelliousness, or some say it could be from an Egyptian word for beloved. But all these Marys, living in a time of foreign occupation and oppression, were most certainly named for a popular Old Testament heroine and liberator, Miriam, the sister of Moses. We'll take a look at her story in the book of Exodus, but let's first visit the book of Micah. Micah was one of Israel's 12 minor prophets. We read in the sixth chapter of Micah, verse 4, God says, For I brought you up from the land of Egypt and redeemed you from the house of bondage, and I sent before you Moses, Aaron, and Miriam. We see in the book of Numbers chapter 26 and other places that these three were siblings. We usually think of Moses and Aaron leading the Israelites out of Egypt, but their older sister played a large role too, a God-given role. In the 15th chapter of the book of Exodus, she's called a prophetess. Let's read verses 19 to 21 in that chapter. For when the horses of Pharaoh and his chariots and his horsemen went into the sea, the Lord brought back the waters of the sea upon them. But the people of Israel walked on dry ground in the midst of the sea. Then Miriam, the prophetess, the sister of Aaron, took a timbrel in her hand, and all the women went out after her with timbrels and dancing. And Miriam sang to them, Sing to the Lord, for he has triumphed gloriously. The horse and rider he has thrown into the sea. This song echoes the first line of the Song of Moses in the same chapter. So Miriam is leading the women of Israel, singing an antiphonal response to the Song of Moses and the men of Israel after the victorious crossing of the sea. In the first two chapters of the book of Exodus, we're told that Pharaoh had ordered all of the Hebrew boys killed at birth, and a couple, Amram and Jochebed, had a baby boy, and his mother hid him for three months and then put him in a basket made of reeds in the river. We pick up the story in Exodus chapter 2, verse 4. And his sister stood at a distance to know what would be done to him. Now the daughter of Pharaoh came down to bathe in the river, and her maidens walked beside the river. She saw the basket among the reeds and sent her maid to fetch it. When she opened it, she saw the child, and lo, the babe was crying. She took pity on him and said, This is one of the Hebrews' children. Then his sister said to Pharaoh's daughter, 
Shall I go and call you a nurse from the Hebrew woman to nurse the child for you? And Pharaoh's daughter said to her, Go. So the girl went and called the child's mother. And Pharaoh's daughter said to her, Take this child away and nurse him for me, and I will give you your wages. So the woman took the child and nursed him, and the child grew, and she brought him to Pharaoh's daughter, and he became her son, and she named him Moses, for she said, Because I drew him out of the water. St. Gregory of Nyssa, a 4th century bishop who lived in what is now eastern Turkey, wrote something about Miriam in a homily called On Virginity. St. Gregory said, Miriam the prophetess also gives rise to these surmisings of ours. Directly the sea was crossed, she took in her hand a dry and sounding timbrel and conducted the woman's dance. By this timbrel, the story may mean to imply virginity as first perfected by Miriam, whom indeed I would believe to be a type of Mary, the mother of God. It is perhaps not very far removed from the bounds of probability that Miriam was a virgin. However, we can but guess and surmise, we cannot clearly prove that this was so, and that Miriam the prophetess led a dance of virgins, even though many of the learned have affirmed distinctly that she was unmarried from the fact that history makes no mention of either her marriage or of her being a mother, and surely she would have been named and known not as the sister of Aaron, but from her husband, if she had one, since the head of the woman is not the brother, but the husband. But if among a people whom motherhood was sought after and classed as a blessing and regarded as a public duty, the grace of virginity nevertheless came to be regarded as a precious thing. So Miriam is a type or prefiguring of Mary. But there's something that we need to talk about now because not all types in the Bible prefigure all aspects of their New Testament counterparts. We see an example of this in Miriam who definitely was not born without original sin. In Numbers chapter 12, we see that she got jealous of Moses and said, Has the Lord indeed spoken only through Moses? Has he not spoken through us also? And the Lord heard it. God turned Miriam's skin white like a leper, and she was banished to outside the camp for seven days and then was restored to health. Definitely not sinless. In fact, in Deuteronomy chapter 24, we read, Remember what the Lord your God did to Miriam on the way as you came forth out of Egypt. In chapter 20 of Num Book of Numbers, we read that Miriam died in the desert before reaching the promised land. So Miriam was a type of Mary, a prefiguring of Mary. There's at least six reasons I say this. First, the Greek name Mary or Miriam is equivalent of the Hebrew Miriam. Number two, both sang a song of deliverance. You might remember Mary's song of deliverance, the Magnificat, in the Gospel of Luke. And then, of course, the one that we read earlier, the song of Moses, that Miriam sang. Number three, both were prophets, with Mary prophesying her own blessedness in the Magnificat. For behold, henceforth all generations will call me blessed. That's in the first chapter of the Gospel of Luke. In the Litany of Loretto, we invoke Mary's help under the title of Queen of Prophets. Number four, 
Both were lifelong virgins. Number five, both watched over a redeemer of Israel. Miriam with Moses in the river and Mary and the young Jesus. And number six, both intimately cooperated with the saving work of God. One with the deliverance of Israel from Egypt and one with our redemption in Jesus Christ which was prefigured by the deliverance of the Israelites from Egypt. Holy Mary, Queen of the Prophets, pray for us. You've been listening to the Thoughtful Catholic Podcast. Come back soon.